This is episode 238 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Ronald Metellus. Plus, Bulgaria news correspondent Radistin Boris Saharyev returns. All of this and global interest only on Bleak and Review. Oh, hello there, Bleak and Review listener. This is Kevin Anderson, the host of it. And I'm a little tired and sore because I waited like a good boy to get my first vaccine shot today. As I mentioned on previous episodes, I could have lied and gotten it quicker, but I didn't, because I clearly respect the government a lot. <laughs> That's the one thing you know about me for sure. But yes, I got the shot today. I got, uh, I got the Pfizer shot because I am nothing but a brand loyalist. You know, all of my vaccinations, all I only go Pfizer. I, I only buy Chevy trucks and Pfizer vaccines. You you wouldn't catch me dead ass in a in a Moderna bar and all these Moderna heads out there or these Johnson and Johnson cooks. Nah, man, I'm a Chevy man and a Pfizer man. That is kind of the energy some people are giving off on social media. I've noticed is like. Moderna gang, where are my Moderna shots at? Like, do we have to form coalitions over everything? Like, which brand was available in your neighborhood? Does that have to be a thing? Do we have to? Do we have to have status? Is there is there vaccine brand status things now, and people will be shamed for not having the right one? I mean, the Johnson and Johnson one is like clearly like the one everyone makes fun of, right? And like, why aren't they all the same? Only the names will change. That's what Bon Jovi was singing about, right? Now, maybe they're not all the same. I certainly wouldn't know if they were or not. I just assumed that there's one vaccine and then like three giant corporations got to shell out, you know, they got to claim the rights to it. And so it's basically like, I don't know, do some of that, do some of the vaccines come from a more pure source? They're like, oh no, these vaccines are created in the best uh, olive groves in, uh, in in Italy. It's, it's, this is a little more natural. The other ones have a little bit more, uh, you know, processed sugars and uh and sweeteners and things ours is pretty authentic you know it's from the old country no it's all just a thing we're desperately trying to get everyone to take so we don't die as a species <laughs> so i don't know maybe now is not the time to uh but i mean consumers gonna consume right like we're consuming so we have to let people know about what we're consuming ah eh, whatever this is me just trying to avoid getting to the topics at hand that are pretty much the only thing I can talk about for the intro, unfortunately. Which is the good news and the bad news. The good news is, of course, we managed to convict Derek Chauvin for murdering George Floyd last year. Remember that? It feels like five years ago. That was, uh, you know, kind of a nice thing that happened this week. I mean, it's not nice because we're still like, oh, yeah. We got a murderer convicted of murder. Good job, America. It's weird that this is so rare that we're celebrating it. This is how the system's supposed to go, but apparently it doesn't. And when we get something right, we are like, yeah, racism over. We don't need to defund the police anymore. We got this one guy, Derek. He's gone. He was the big bad, right? But it is nice to see, like, you know. I hesitate to say justice was served because, in the words of uh, comedian Wes Van Horn, justice would be George Floyd being alive with his daughter. That would be justice, a system where this doesn't always happen. And to prove that it always happens, literally the day of the verdict earlier this week, uh, Columbus, Ohio, I believe it was, Columbus, Ohio police 
shot a 16-year-old girl named Makia Bryant. And this is where the new conversation starts, where, you know, this was more of a dicey situation in the sense that, like, it wasn't just a man pleading for his life getting murdered. It was like there was a fight happening between a bunch of kids, and it was getting pretty crazy, and there was weapons and stuff. And, you know, a 16-year-old girl got shot, who, as far as we know, as far as I know, at least, at the time of this recording, was the one who called the cops. But then again, that happens a lot. People call the cops to help them, and cops just show up ready to hurt stuff. And they're like, oh, thank God you're here, officer. And then just dead. But yeah, don't defund the police. No, we fixed racism. It's good. But I don't know. This is one of the ones where, you know, we got the body cam footage, and everyone on the internet's like, freeze frame yet. Like, all right, you could clearly see... That she was going to murder seven people with this knife. And I could tell that because I know where pressure points are and critical knife points are. So I know that she was going in for a kill. And what other option did the officer have other than to shoot a 16-year-old girl four times? Four times, by the way. Never mind. Like, that's what that's what people want to say. Like, okay, but this is, isn't this supposed to be a cop actually doing their job? You're like, no, well... I mean, technically, yes, because the way that police are designed to operate with warrior training and whatnot in this country is to kill people. So, yes, you're right. And they often want to be like, look, he had to make a quick decision and he saved someone else's life potentially by doing this while ending another's. And yeah, but he still, cops still have tasers, right? They still have pepper spray. They still have batons like they have many non-lethal means uh and then but even going beyond that the thing that people don't really talk about a lot is that four times you know four four shots i feel like i haven't been shot personally so i don't know correct me if i'm off but i feel like you get shot once you're probably not doing a lot of stabbing that's what i would guess but four times and even twice like a case could be made, but four times is he was trying to kill her. He was definitely trying to kill her. I don't know. Are they trained to shoot people four times regardless? These are things I don't have the answer to. And then it's always fun. It's kind of like, you know, a bit of a logical fallacy because it's case by case basis, but it's also worth pointing out that like, yeah, she had a knife. Kyle Rittenhouse, if you may remember the uh, militia douchebag kid from a few months ago, he had a full-on assault weapon, and they gave him the white glove treatment. Like, oh, right this way, sir. Your penthouse jail cell is right over here. Would you like any hors d'oeuvres? And yeah, they're two separate situations. But he opened fire on people with a gun. How come nobody took him down with four shots? Or even one, or two? And like, ah. Uh, I just can't I just can't look at Twitter. That's all it is. Like I mean I I can't get too invested in comment threads. And I haven't really, but I had I followed a few down. Um, just because, you know, I was, I was feeling a little too good and I wanted to make everything in my, I wanted to just be full of rage. So I decided to go on the internet and, <laughs> and, uh, check out what people were saying. And that's, uh, I don't know, after like, like a half hour of doom scrolling, the conversation was basically like, Hey, this shouldn't have happened. And people were like, yeah, but why can't we nitpick every single cop murder and find out if it's justified from our position as the people who, know about this kind of stuff like that's we're always we're always making excuses for the cops too we're always we're always like looking for any way to justify their actions well not we like i'm saying like people that are on this side of it i don't i a cab is what i say but the people that 
don't want to defund the police and stuff. They're, every single instance that you bring up of police violence, they're like, well, in this situation, here's the reason it was okay. Because this cop had a bad day. His wife burned his toast. And then he, like, it's always that shit. And that's never reciprocated. There's never any benefit of doubt given to the other side. It's always, because, like, literally, like, I'll be the first to admit that, like, this cop that killed the Kia Bryant, I, he didn't, I don't, I don't want to say he's not, at, like, how do you say as bad when you're still murdering people? But it's like, I could see how, you know, he fucked up and should lose his job for sure. And definitely, like, we need to investigate more. But he wouldn't kneel on somebody's neck for eight minutes. So that's different, I guess. Like, I try, I try really to see it in the bigger picture. But also, if I look at the bigger, bigger picture, then we're talking about, oh, yeah, no, it's just black people that are getting killed all the time by cops. It happens all the time. And how macro do you want to take this thing? I don't, anyone who tries to nitpick you on the details of a blurry body cam thing to justify a 16-year-old girl's death is probably sus. Or they're, or they're playing devil's advocate because, you know... It's just fun to think about, well, I like to think from the opposition side. I'm not saying that I'm a racist, but I want to, like, play the part of the racist to just, you know, because I'm white and I'm bored and this is this is what's entertaining to me. I don't believe in anything, which is probably worse than being racist in some ways, because at least racists have convictions. Um, they're full, they're awful, they're monsters, and they, they, they shouldn't, you know, have a platform and be allowed to hold office and stuff. But at least they have a point. People are playing devil. Oh, just to play devil's advocate here, I want to come in and just, uh, you know, hypothesize about suffering because uh, I have a pretty cool job. And, you know, I came up with money and uh, upper middle class. And I don't know. I just love debate. I love to debate like Ben Shapiro or Steven Crowder or any other number of white guys on the Internet. I love it when I see somebody totally get owned in a debate because that means... That, like, debate is the most truest form. I don't know who this character is, by the way, but we're going to keep doing it. Debate is <laughs> the truest form of human expression of intelligence because when you learn how to trick people with conversation by using logical fallacies, you know that you're better than them, and that makes you feel good, and you can come. I don't know. I'm sure we all have people like that in our lives who, for me, it's my upstairs neighbor. Um... <laughs> As someone who's like, honestly, I feel like if I was like, oh wow, uh, this baby just got uh, beaten to death with a with a with a socket wrench down the street, that's kind of fucked up. Huh? I guarantee you, he would try to find a way to argue for the murder of babies with socket wrenches just because he's like a hollow prick <laughs> who like I don't know. I don't think that's true. I think he wants to put on the persona of somebody that's like totally logical, calculated. And uh, unbiased by emotion. There's no emotion in my decisions. I just want facts. But also you talk people who say that they're rational, they just say they're rational because they think they are, but they don't use rational thought. They just, uh, well, I should be right because I'm pretty smart. And if what I'm saying isn't true, that means I'm not smart and that can't be a possibility. So I'm going to believe whatever I have to, to make sure that I'm right in any given moment. Which is why if you talk to somebody like my upstairs neighbor for long enough, he'll eventually contradict himself because he just needs to fight against something, not actually advocate for a point that is a core value or belief that he actually holds. And I think that's what a lot of people on the internet do, especially when it comes to this kind of shit. Well, you could see at this 33 degree angle, this knife 
clearly would have uh, severed this artery right here. And four shots is actually the least gay number of shots you could shoot at somebody. So technically, you know, I don't like it when police kill people. I just love arguing for their right to do so today. Tomorrow, who knows? Frustrating people all around. But have no fear, listener. Because this isn't uh, this is an episode without frustrating guests on it. Well, actually, that's not even true. Because you know, Radistin Boris Zaharia of our upcoming uh, uh, news correspondent, he can be frustrating sometimes, but in a fun, delightful way. But right up after the break here, we've got a returning friend of the show, Ronald Metellus, coming to us all the way from Philadelphia, California. Philadelphia, California. I'm so delirious from my shot. I think <laughs> I think I need to go take a nap, but I have to finish this first. Uh, Ron Metellus, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, of course, the city of brotherly love. He stayed up late to talk to us. It was very kind of him to uh, account for the time difference and be on my schedule. Um, he's a nice guy. He's one of my best buds. I miss him dearly. And I hope you miss him dearly as well. Because we get into some of this stuff, but, you know, not necessarily all of that. But it's on everyone's mind, so it's hard to talk about other stuff. And then, like I said, uh, we got a... Uh, Radisson Zahariev, Radisson Boris Zahariev, our Bulgarian news correspondent, coming in with the uh, the latest on the the, the back alley dealings and and shady behaviors of the uh, Bulgarian government, and um and other things. So I hope you enjoy it. This is Bleak and Review, episode two hundred thirty eight. We'll be back right after this with Ronald Metellis. Huzzah! Yeah, dude, I gotta fuck it. Hold on, I gotta blaze it up. I'm gonna go into a cubby and I'm gonna I'm gonna Japanese gymnast my way into Chinese gymnast. Sorry, wrong, wrong, uh, wrong weird stereotype. Uh yeah, mute your mic because I'm recording now. And then you're gonna do you're gonna do news guy, the Bulgarian news guy later. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing any characters. No, no, you're just you. Okay. I got you here. You said you said, uh, "Do I need to prep for anything?" And I uh, immediately came back with a nah, dog. This is my show. I'm gonna get drunk and we're gonna talk about bullshit." <laughs> Rad's gonna beg me. Is this under the paywall, Kevin, or or am I on regular feed? You, this will be regular feed, but the video will be behind the paywall. <laughs> we have some good stuff going on in the zoom chat here everybody I <laughs> um yeah are we good you ready to roll into it yep i'm yeah, good for sure <laughs> you still seem those like horribly depressed and i want to fix that before we start <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man are you familiar with me i'm familiar you know what that's a very very fair point <laughs> you know what and you know what i'm gonna just fucking we're gonna get into it we're gonna get into it because we are back here on bleak and review i remain your host kevin anderson hopefully that intro was as dope as i will record it to be later joining me here just sipping on waters sipping on waters he's got mad curtains in his kitchen if you're a patreon subscriber you already know you already know it's one of the original kings of content possibly depressed ronald metellus what up dude yeah thank you for having me back i'm i'm coming for, i'm coming for my record yeah i right? gotta be up there you gotta be i mean we're talking we're talking at least 
uh, five years at this point because the original Kings of Content had to be five years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the episode in which we talked about somebody driving in reverse through the Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> and among other things, I'm sure, but that's about it. Yeah, you got the record. And you were on the quarantine quickies as well. You, you showed up in the, that was when I was in my fugue state of, of uh, bad vibes only. <laughs> you know what record I have? I have the most variety of bleakened setups. <laughs> yeah. I recorded at, I recorded at Matt's apartment. I, in, in his living room, I've recorded at Starburn Studios. I've recorded at, I, I think Kevin is calling this an apartment where we are right now. <laughs> we've done it. We've done it everywhere. We did it in the living room of a sketchy neighborhood. We did it at a studio we had no business being at. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing it with a, you know, tentatively solid internet connection. And this is an apartment. This is my bedroom, Ron. I don't, I feel judged harshly for having three things on the wall only. I get it. College vibes. College vibes. I know I got to frame these motherfuckers. Well, here's the thing. If I go like this and Patreon people will know why this is great. If I go like this and you can't see those, that's a framed Basquiat over there. Like that's (laughs) dope. These are shitty posters that need frames. And once I get frames, I think uh that's it right that's how it goes oh not across the universe you can you don't gotta frame that <laughs> hey it's signed by julie tamhor everybody <laughs> oh man no i got it for free when i went through across the universe phase but i don't know i needed to fill up a bunch of wall space and that's a big ass poster so i don't know what can i do by the way i hate how much that poster gets brought up on the show i really need to get some cubicle walling behind me i think I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to be hacked. No, no, you're not hacked at all. Yours was the best ro- roast of it all. Yeah, you don't got to frame that. I'm, and I, and I, and I, I ruined your, I ruined your, your other introduction. And now you, you couldn't now possibly you ruin this, Rod. I mean, you could, you could, you could say some wild shit about like some QAnon shit and then you could ruin it. But like, I don't think you're gonna. No, I don't think so. <laughs> What is a, what is a, so like, okay, yes, I need to frame my posters, but like what you got embarrassing shit on your walls. You're just in a, like a nice part of your place right now where I'm just seeing adulthood behind you. No, I'm true. I'm, I'm true. I'm truly back in my parents' house. I have no room to talk. Oh, you're, you're back in the, uh, the, the brotherly love city. Yeah. I'm in Philadelphia right now. Uh, was that, uh, because, uh, what happened with the onion? Is it, uh, just, uh, you're just like, they're like, they're not bringing the offices back open. Right basically yeah we're working we're working from home i'm not and i'm not sure when we're going to return that's all i can truly that's all i can disclose so like yeah and so like up until then they're like continue paying for rent in this city where you don't really need to pay for rent to work because you can work from home wild man it was wild like my I, i suppose i could have asked my landlord to um for lower rent but there were there shootings kept happening across the street from my apartment oh uh, yeah that's that uh, that chicago chicago vibes yeah real chicago vibes i didn't i lived in a good neighborhood too so i should stress that but yeah there were a lot of shootings happening um, yeah that's sketchy it's always interesting to me when like you know i i'm i'm, I'm from philadelphia I, I moved to chicago i moved to different cities um and i'm pretty i'm I'm pretty sensitive about shootings <laughs> and it's interesting when you encounter like people who maybe are gentrifying a neighborhood but they make it a point of pride to be like oh well in my other neighborhood there were shootings all the time and I'm just like yeah but 
you should probably be sensitive about that. Yeah, it's that thing of like kind of privileged poverty porn, right? Like it's yeah. like the idea of like, like I want to live like Harlan Ellison or or my what am I? You know, like I'm gonna go like do this, but then just dip out as soon as it gets too hairy for me because like I'm not actually struggling. I just want to like. I want to be around the struggle for a little bit so I could write about it in my like, I don't know, write poetry about it. I don't know what they're doing. It's a, it's a very strange point of pride when people are like, I'm very desensitized to the young black people getting shot in my neighborhood. And I just want you to know that I'm not afraid. It's like, maybe you should be. <laughs> Yo, I ain't afraid. That's like, that's like, uh, what's the old Bill Burr bit about guys who just go, I don't get cold. I don't get cold. I <laughs> it's the same shit. I don't get scared. I don't get scared of guns. I walk around and you know, people show guns to me and I go, Hey, how you doing? You know, that's fine. Yeah. Like I'm not, I was like, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Um, and I did look at places in Chicago, but it just made a lot more sense to, um, to come home and save money. No, for yeah. sure. Like why, if you're working from home anyway, why the fuck not? Yeah. And, and, at, and at that time now it's like, there was no, there was no vaccine at that, at the time when my lease was up. So I think my lease was up in October and I was just like, this is, I don't think we're ever going back to the office. It just like, made more sense to me that they were going to sell the office and they, they decided not to, but at the time I, I didn't think we were ever going back. Yeah. I'm in a position in my job right now where uh, the network that I work for is like, I got this job working from home in the pandemic. Like I started working during the pandemic. So I haven't been to an office and they're like, we're reopening it slowly, like in summer and fall. And I'm like, do I have to go? Can I just stay here? Like I, why, why it's in Santa Monica or whatever. And I'm in the fucking Valley. Like I'd rather just do my job from home and be better at it probably and be more on time than if I have to fucking drive an hour for no reason when I can do my job at home and zoom exists. Yeah, I mean, my job is more, it's like a, it's like a group project is more collaborative. So I do, I do miss not being able to be in the, in the room together. I think you, you miss a lot in that way. I think, I think for your job. Yeah, for sure. For mine, where I'm just fielding customer complaints that are mad that we uh, incorporated a vague political stance into the narrative of one show once. And they're like, well, I'm unsubscribing because you guys said that maybe uh, people should have health care. And <laughs> I go, oh, cool. That's a different you're also, job. You're also like a very, like you turn on, like you turn on like your business voice. You're like very self-motivated in that way. Like I've seen you work from home and actually work. <laughs> like when I'm working from home, it's just like, I got eight tabs open. Uh, what are, what are on these tabs? What do we got on these tabs? <laughs> Let's talk about this is, of course, and everybody knows this is a bleak interview standard segment. We always do Ronnie's eight tabs. Now, <laughs> let's talk about what eight tabs you got going on today. I've got my my personal Gmail, my work Gmail, HBO Now, His Dark Materials. <laughs> Still on now, huh? Not on HBO Max. Uh, look, this, uh, <laughs> I don't pay for it. It's it's the the it's uh it's a girl I was dating. <laughs> was past tense. Yeah, it could. Who knows? Could happen again. <laughs> that's that's why you're clinging to the the HBO now cast. Like maybe she sees what I'm watching. Yeah, I hope she sees this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hope hope she sees this watch history. Dude, she's gonna be about it once she sees what I've been queuing up. Uh, I got Twitter. I just closed out of that. I got uh, Onion YouTube, and I've got like a couple of web forums from the early 2010s. 
Wait, why? I'm buying an old, I'm buying like a camera from like 2011. And so I'm, I'm doing like a lot of research about like, you know, what are the pros and cons? And so you have to, you have to go back to when people were actually talking about the camera. Okay. So you had, you have to do a little time capsule just to make I'm sure web that you 1.0. Got... Me and Rad, Rad's calling his friend gay on. on <laughs> yeah. Which of course uh, makes absolutely no sense, but Patreon people saw big thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 no, this I is got, my, I gotta this, respect the media. No, no, simply, simply do not. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't respect I gotta it. Respect the medium. No, I mean those we are, get. I, yeah, those are the tabs I have open. I have Facebook open too because we were, we were just in Facebook before we got into the Zoom. This is always the best segment on the show is when Ron talks about his tabs and we do it. The weird thing is that we do it every week, even when you're not on the show. We're just like, yeah. I wonder what Ron Metellus has open on his computer right now. Yeah, I accept it. This is the problem when you when you go on the podcast multiple times at a certain point, you sign your privacy away. Yep. Yep. And so Kev can can spy on whatever I'm scrolling on at any. At oh, any. I've got a very I've got a very uh, uh, small allocated NSA style uh, non disclosure thing going on. Anybody who comes to this podcast, I am all up in their search histories. I know about what they jack off to or jill off to. Uh, I know I know what the haps is. I know what their dating record is like. You know, it's cool. <laughs> Just a bunch of lies bunch of lies but before uh i know we do have an upcoming guest here um i believe it's our uh i don't know if you've ever met have you met our bulgarian news correspondent radisson zaharyev i know you know radisson zaharyev the la comedian but do you know our uh our, our bulgarian news correspondent i don't think you've been on an episode with him no i know i know him from the podcast but i've never met him. oh so you're a listener yes Hell yeah. Yes. But I, did want, I did want to circle back to something that you talked about, because certainly I talked about it in the intro. I haven't recorded the intro yet, but I'm sure I'm going to talk about it. You were talking about the shootings in Chicago and stuff, and you touched on something that I wanted to kind of get into just because it's something that's been weighing on my mind a lot lately. And it's the idea of like genuine dis like desensitization to this shit. Cause like, not like in a way of like, I don't get scared by it. Like it's going to happen. Like I don't know. my neighbor got stabbed in the face and like, I don't walk around like that's not going to happen to me. I think about it every time I walk outside, you know what I mean? But like when, like, obviously we had, and I talked about this in the intro, but obviously, you know, Derek Chauvin was convicted. We'll see what happens with that. But then like the same day, we got a 60 year old girl shot to death by the cops in Columbus. And I wonder like that desensitization, like the dis being desensitized to these stories is insane because like when you go into the comment threads of this new story to me, everyone's just like, well, I don't know, this time she had a, a knife and maybe there was gonna be some violence. So this one, like we can't George Floyd this, it's too much. I can't like, I just get so disheartened like I had a little felt fucking meltdown on Facebook about this earlier today, but like, I don't know. I'm just curious what your thoughts in general are about like, like that fatigue that everyone experiences. And like, I don't know, like how, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a white guy. So my, my perspective on it is different than yours would be. I'm sure because of course you're Mexican, but <laughs> that was me desperately trying to make something funny out of just talking about how bad the news is. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, do you think that like, like, what do you, what is the fix to this like apathetic 
desensitization to the horrible militarized bullshit that is what we live through uh well i don't know if the i don't know if the comment section is necessarily <laughs> that's already yeah i know what you mean <laughs> i don't i don't know if the comment section is necessarily an example of like desensitization i think it's more like denial and uh deflecting because you don't want to think about these people don't want to think about the idea that perhaps everything as we know it and have known it to be forever is deeply flawed and and people are dying for no reason it's easier to justify it through whatever means possible yeah it's about it's about I suppose that that could be a version of when I think of desensitization I think of more just like grappling with what happened and not feeling anything <laughs> understanding <laughs> understanding that something that something wrong happened and not feeling anything whereas these people don't these people don't want to to grapple with that you know do you get that though yourself the uh the like understanding that something bad happened and then but also like just that numb feeling that comes with it like do you do you i'm sure you experience that because i think like anybody yeah, who's on twitter does <laughs> it's hard it's yeah it's um i you i try not to um I, there are some stories that I have to kind of actively avoid just because I know they're going to make me, you know, feel traumatized. So yeah, I think, and I, and I think with, um, it, it can be tough. It's like, sometimes you're just, you're scrolling online and then you see a video of like someone being shot and killed and it's just like, Whoa, I didn't expect to see that. Or or even if, yeah, or like I didn't, I certainly didn't sign up to see something like that. And so I think, um, you know, one one way is just to kind of, uh, is to be avoided. And I guess that's kind of like my my personality trait in general. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, means of self-preservation, right? Like, cause if, like, if you're just constantly bombarded with, and I, I went, I've gone through phases of this too, like where I will like, constantly bombard myself with like all of the worst news of the day and like be mad about it on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram or whatever. But then like, I take moments where I like, and then, but when I, when I avoid that stuff, I feel super guilty. Like I haven't been doing my, I haven't been like taking my medicine, you know, I need to be inundated in the misery all the time to make change happen. But I'm also like, but if I'm comatose from depression, what can I actually do to actually fix anything is kind of where I yeah. come from. I mean, you, you just have to, you got to take stock from like what you can do to help. I think like, you know, now that I'm vaccinated, I would probably, I, I feel a lot more comfortable about like being in the streets, protesting things of that nature. Um, and if there are action items, whether it's, you know, donating to, donating to someone or um you know writing letters you just have to like you know you can be attuned to to what you can what you can do in a in a certain situation but there's yeah, yeah there's a bunch of ways to support without doing like like there's 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 multiple angles that you can take to to want to because it's just i don't know i've been feeling shitty all day <laughs> this is why i'm bringing it up is because like was, i'm making this about me and i'm a white man and it is hardest for me and <laughs> uh but like really like i'm just like i always have to constantly remind myself like 
like I can't doom scroll all day or I'm going to just be angry, and, but ineffective. And there's a lot of stuff that can be done, I believe, to, to, I don't know. I don't know. This is depressing. This is, I mean, it's bleak in review. I guess that is the name of the show. Um, and big, <laughs> Patreon people know how much Rad has been taking this seriously, just playing drums and flipping us off and fucking jacking off. And if you go to, if you're not on the Patreon, you got to see Rad's full assholes exposed earlier. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Am I going to have to flag this? Why do you have so much Mickey Mouse merch? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sponsored? Yeah, is this SpawnCon now? You have a deal? And how do I get in on it if that is the case? It's Rad. Rad has no, he's a- just putting on layers. Rad has flashed a Mickey Mouse shirt and a Mickey Mouse mask. An MMS and an MMM, as far as I'm concerned. That's how I get that's how I snap us out of our depressing fucking police brutality talk. It's just, oh, look at this guy that nobody can hear yet. What a piece of shit. But it is, you know, it is how it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna have to navigate some complicated feelings with this. And I think uh, he's he pulled out his second Minnie Mouse. <laughs> you have to navigate some complicated feelings, and the way I do it is with Minnie Mouse paraphernalia. Now, my name is Radiston Boris Zaharyev, and if you go to Disney.com/slash/Bulgaria, you can enter offer code Borscht and get three dollars off uh, your corporate overlords prices that they deem fit uh no yeah it is it is a thing of where you have to uh be vigilant and and aware and stuff but you have to also be able to be healthy of mind and body enough to be somebody that can affect change or at least be a proponent for change in some way because like i don't know how many times uh You've stayed in bed for like five hours before after you wake up and just didn't get out of bed. But uh, I feel that a lot. And it oftentimes has to deal with what's going on in America. And so and we can all see, of course, you know, the bed is is a, possibly made. Who could care? Uh, this is just this is literally for like such a small percentage of people that are on the Patreon. I shouldn't be doing visual bits and I apologize. But Ron. I've talked enough about nonsense. I think we need to get this motherfucker in here. What do you think? Should we go to a quick break here? Sure. Uh, you want to be do co-pilot position with me? You seem. <laughs> I do love. I like. I love you very much, Rob. But I love how much how like straight up you were about like. No, I'm probably gonna be bummed on this episode. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. I'm not. I'm not faulting you at all. Like, it's a weird time to be a human, and it's totally authentic. And I'm not mad at all. But. I, hope. I feel I cannot stress enough that I feel great. <laughs> Tell it I'm to in, you everything. <laughs> I'm in I'm in good spirits. I have a lot. I have a lot of things. I have a lot of positive things going on in my life. I got some great opportunities. That's awesome. I have a lot of love in my life. I'm going out of town soon. That's exciting. I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, I don't. I don't understand what vibe i seem to be giving off but i i just want <laughs> listeners to know i'm feeling good it's a little late it's a little later it is here. later for you you know what that's now that i know that you're in philly i know it's like fucking almost 11 for you yeah no no that actually i 
I thought you were on Midwest time still when we started this thing. So that's why now it all makes sense. And it certainly is not me just covering up for being a bad host. Uh, <laughs> why are my guests so upset? It's not me. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I know. I, I'm glad that you've got good stuff going on. Badass host says uh, somebody in the chat who could care. Um, but yes, we're going to go to a quick break here. We'll be back with more Ronald Metellus and our Bulgarian news correspondent, Radistan Boris Zaharyev. After this. Correct. There are there are a lot of Eastern European countries in the top 25 fastest Internet. Bulgaria is not one of those. <laughs> so our news correspondent is like 55. The U.S. is 25. But yeah, like Romania is seven. Hungary's 10. Fucking someone's just being racist on Wikipedia. That's all that is. There are a bunch of Eastern Europe. Czech Republic is 15. Like there are a bunch of countries from Eastern Europe here. But yeah, Bulgaria is coasting on, it, <laughs> on, it, on its neighboring countries. Or someone's being hateful. Fuck off. Like, how do you know? Because I heard otherwise. It's the first time, the, the first time that Radisson has ever played the race card. <laughs> no, it, it's not. I actually believe it or not. I've been. Um, I was booked on a show, like on a semi mic slash show that was supposed to be like. They said like a ver- like a diversity show, but it just meant like nobody white and male. Like there was just like a gay white chick that's like, hey, it's me too. All right. But then like they were they they I forgot who it was, but they were they were like and like you know, like Ramadan and Zaharabad, and I'm like, no, I'm 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 a white dude. Ramadan like, Zaharabad. No, but yeah. Devastating. Well, I'm recording. You guys ready to jump back in? <laughs> yeah, we you I think the I think the the listening public missed some like some really trenchant Wi-Fi takes. I mean, I, no, I definitely I, captured <laughs> I captured the results of it at the very least. We know the listening public knows that Bulgaria ain't shit when it comes to internet speed. Hey, li- I, I, I mean, like it's good enough so you could be racist on Call of Duty live chat. Uh, I can't tell if this is the well, no, actually, or the rest. I'm sorry. Counter Strike live chat. Yeah, Counter Strike live chat. You could tell Chinese people they're not shit. All right, so and I guess then, I have and to then cut I the guess they can stream 9/11 at you because that's what happens. They can stream 9/11 at you. Scream. Oh, uh, I thought they were just like replaying 9/11 footage over a stream. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to bring us back in naturally and find out how to edit that down later. Uh, We're back here on Bleak and Review. I remain Kevin Anderson. Joining me in the co-pilot position, uh, my dear friend, Ronald Metellus. Yeah, look, I'm a guest. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in first class. Yeah, man, you're in first I class. I can wave to the captain, but I, I'm, I'm not co-piloting. You know we're bringing you mimosas, though. Oh, easily. We free. get you. We get you free mimosas, a New York free. Times, uh, a hot towel for your fucking whatever you got to do with it. Have easily. you ever? Have you ever flown fl- first class? I haven't. I did it once and I fell asleep. It was pathetic. <laughs> but have you ever felt fallen asleep successfully in coach? 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, well, I was curious because I was wondering, it's like, if yeah, you've but- fallen asleep. Hold on, I haven't even introduced your character yet. Uh, <laughs> coming in what with your- character? There we go. Okay, as long as you talk like that, it's fine. Uh, we have very stringent rules here. No, I was to say, like, I thought you were like, I fell asleep in first class and I've never slept on an airplane before, so five stars, but that's not what you're saying. No, I, I got upgraded one day and I didn't even get to finish my free booze. What what flight are we talking? Was it a puddle jumper? Well, yeah, like a like a like a, a bullshit connecting flight. <laughs> That's how it always happens, huh? Or you don't even feel the first class. No, they 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 want to like throw it at you, like like hey, aren't we good? You guys should keep supporting our airline because we did this, and it's like yeah, you got forty five minutes where you didn't even get to finish your one whiskey. Business Brutal. class. I flew to I flew to Istanbul once. Business class, like Turkish. Turkish Airways is like fire. Yeah, I better. Fire. I better. They've upcoming. got like four different classes. It's it's wild. Really? Yeah, they got a lot of classes. They I call better. them casts. It's, it's a cast. It's a cast system. Business cast. <laughs> Wait, is there one? Is there one? Is there one at the back called podcast? <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. And of course, oh, I mean, no. I'm, I was excited to see as soon as you mentioned uh, 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 Turkish Airways, our guest perked up over there, our Bulgarian news correspondent, Radistan Boris Saharyev. Hello, Radistan. Oh, hello. Very, t- very long time since last speak. <laughs> it, but, must um, <laughs> it must have been. Uh, I, w- I want to make, uh, yes, English clearly has regressed. But accent has gotten definitely more convincing. So that is also great. But um, I want to speak about Turkish airline. Yes, I assumed you would, which is why I threw to you in that moment. Very oppressive airline. They don't, uh, when you go there, they charge you extra if you are uh, from uh, Bulgaristan. But uh, as they say, we say Bulgaria, they say Bulgaristan. It's the same thing. But there's this uh, funnier to say, but they, um, they say you have to pay more tax unless you're Turk. We say, okay, but uh, it's worth it because the food is very good. Is it? Mm-hmm. Best uh, in terms of I have flown in many places, often in the, uh, the part of the plane where it's allowed. Oh, so you're, so, you're usually like below decks with all the dogs and stuff? Not with the dogs, oh, okay. with the other Eastern Europeans. <laughs> That's what I meant. Uh... <laughs> this was long ago in 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 the nineties ah. when this was when this was a funny joke to to make. <laughs> <laughs> well, Radisson, it's so great to see you. I swear, like it has been quite some time since you've been on the show, and like. We've had all we haven't even connected uh, during the pandemic. Like, I don't even know what happened to Bulgaria. I mean, we had this other guy, Radisson Zaharyev on, but he's yes, comedian. famous comedian and uh, Me Too enthusiast. I know him. Uh, I'm not him, but I am exactly the name as him. Me Too enthusiast. I didn't know that was on his uh, credits list. It is his uh, Twitter handle. Oh, he's back on Twitter then. That's a. Uh, we act. We both were banned on Twitter for a long time. I was banned on Twitter. I got uh, unbanned on Twitter for making, um, for changing my name into real language letters. Oh right, you, you Cyrillic language, and I was banned for being a bot. Where 
Oh, I was that's not the bot. The bots are running on another server. It's a different thing, but. But you know uh, some of these bots, right? You hang out. I pl I I play Counter Strike with them. Yes. <laughs> okay. I this is. They also run a separate server where uh, I can uh, play a game from 1997 and practice calling Chinese people gay. Oh, practice. Yes, because those are bots. But I will uh, I treat them as if they're Chinese people. Oh, that's, uh, that's tough. It's uh, <laughs> a tough situation, but you know, to each their own. I don't understand For your those culture. bots, yes. My, yeah. my, <laughs> yes. my kill to death ratio not great is not great <laughs> so you're you're mostly but there my, for the racism you're not there to actually you're dump. not a real person ratio is very good yes beautiful uh now as i said we haven't really connected on the podcast uh since covid times have really been uh, upon us uh, how has bulgaria been faring throughout this uh, coronavirus pandemic <clears throat> um but so for a very for some time, Bulgaria did not believe in COVID, so it, sure. was, it was not there. But it was not there. Of, <laughs> it was not there. But then a lot of people decided what? to go to the hospital, and then they decided to believe in COVID. <laughs> and so then the hospital, and, and then so the hospitals had to believe in COVID, and they said there's too many people that believe in COVID in the hospital, so we have to keep everybody home. Okay, so this is more of a belief issue than... <laughs> anyway, so I, okay. eventually the people stopped to believe in COVID, so it went away and they went outside and then it came back because they started to believe it. Um, it's an issue of eventually, faith. So at, at this point, uh, COVID is no longer an issue because we learned it's not COVID in Bulgaria, it's the friends we made along the way. <laughs> What? Oh, okay. It wasn't the virus. You just walked Ron, by the way. You run in the co <laughs> this if he truly was in the co-pilot position, he just hit the eject button. Well, uh, <laughs> okay, so so you don't have there's no COVID problem in Bulgaria anymore. It's just the friends you made along the way. I yes. And also Bill Gates trying to make everybody autistic. <laughs> oh, right. That, that is the thing, Ron. I'm sure you've heard about this. The, uh, the idea that the vaccine, uh, Bill Gates uh, wanted to, to put people put autism juice in the vaccine. Right. That's you've heard of this. This fun. Funny you should say juice. Well, I was talking George to Ron. Soros. George Soros, the same thing. George Soros, the same thing. Speaking of yes. juice. Yes. Oh, uh, juice. OK. Yeah. Oh, language barrier. Got it. Anti-Semitism. I'm back on board. Uh, uh, <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Ah, yes. <laughs> Delightful. But Ron, you haven't met uh, Radisson before. Do you have any questions about Bulgaria? <laughs> or are you just yeah. eating bananas well, and shit? I have a question about Bulgaria to you. Okay. To Ron? How do you feel about the death of popular uh, Bulgarian artist uh, King Von? King Von? The popular Bulgarian King artist Von is King from Von. Bulgaria? Yes, he is. I mean, I know that he got done dirty in the streets of, of Atlanta. I know. I want an explanation because uh, as popular Bulgarian artist King Von um, always say, if I die, please get an explanation. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, Ron, do you care to weigh in on this as the From Mexican on the podcast? <laughs> yes. As also being Bulgarian like King Von, I want an explanation from you. <laughs> um, it's unclear to me if King Von is popular in Bulgaria or if he is a <laughs> Bulgarian artist. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not exactly clear to me. But um, nor I. <laughs> he has never denied being Bulgarian. So. Oh, okay. So the absence of proof in this situation is evidence for your case where nobody, he's never said, I'm not Bulgarian. So you're he, just claiming him. He behaves very Bulgarian. That I can see. Well, behaved. All no, right. Still, right now, by doing nothing, very, that is typical Bulgarian pastime. Being dead. Also, technically. So, Ron, do you want to weigh in on this? By 25, definitely. You want to weigh in on this, uh, rain on this uh, King Von uh, controversy? Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skirt around that. But what, one thing I did, <laughs> okay. one thing I so, did with Definitely. No, go ahead. no, Ron, go. Famous comedian Ronald Mattelis, call signs, King Von is from Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I did want to talk about, I... So I'm, I'm, you know, we talked about I'm in Philly now. I'm, I'm in the Northeast, and there's a big, there's a big Russian population, Russian immigrant population here in the Northeast. Oh no, they're they're trying to silence. <laughs> well, the Patreon, Patreons already know, but listeners will just find out that uh, Ron and Charles was suddenly shrouded in darkness, <laughs> like, like, like he was me. about to be assassinated. <laughs> they're trying to silence me. <laughs> There's a, there's a Russian population. There's a big Russian population. There's a big Russian immigrant population in the Northeast Philadelphia. And I found out about a Russian Turkish bath spa um, yesterday. And I can't wait to go. So the innovation, one, a couple of things about this bath spa. All right. It's uh, it's open Monday through Monday through Friday, 11 or 5 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. Yes, it's open on the weekend. Sleep. What's up? That's when you go to sleep at 11.30 p.m. It's early bedtime, relatively. No, I, I'm... Yeah, exactly. My point is, is it because you say Russian, Turkish, is that how when you say Mexican, but really is Venezuelan? I don't know. I've never met a Tur- I've never met a Turkish person in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure you. They'll, they'll think, come I, in. They'll come in and it's trouble. I don't. I don't think Next I've met. You know, a Turkish you pay more taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've met a Turkish because person you don't in wear funny hat. either. But I haven't been to Philadelphia, so that's probably why. I mean, that's two of us right there. That's so two. We, co- we cover a lot of ground. We cover a lot of ground. So we are covering it coast yeah. to coast right now. <laughs> The, inno- the innovation of this bath spot is they have these shrubs and they 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 beat you with them. They oh beat yes, you, that's they beat uh, you with it's shrubs banya. Your pores. It's called banya, and it means shower or bath. Yeah, or bath or bathroom. Oh, that's onyang. Never mind, and that's hello. Never mind, I had it all backwards. Uh, wait, so they beat you with like yeah, full shrubs. Full yeah, shrubs? They, beat, they beat you. It's it's a it's a shrub that's about it's about chest chest length. You chest. know, from, from sternum to chest, it comes up to your chest. Oh, okay. I get what you mean now, but I love something being described as chest length. 
like you know it's about chest sized yeah it's handheld you can it's it's from your sternum and you can look it up south southampton southampton bath, bath sponsor sponsor of the episode of course southampton bath spa uh go over to southamptonbathspa.com slash bleak to get uh one turkish person only, their only coronavirus protocol is that they're not whipping people with the shrub anymore. Whoa. They're still running a shuttle. If you ever heard of this, a, a bathhouse that shuttles you to and from? I have not. From where? Well, from your house. Oh, shit. I heard a bathhouse that shuttles you from one country to another country in a storage container and does lets you uh, make memories you are oppressed for a lifetime lets yeah. you, it lets you that's you've been trafficking <laughs> and we call you... it we call it immigration <laughs> i just don't call me late for dinner you know <laughs> i can won't you tell, can you tell me about the bath house the bath houses in bulgaria right we don't have bath house because um the last prime minister decided that it's gay because somebody called him fat inside. But oh, uh, that's, that's the little shrub, it, it, it is kind of like sauna with uh, the little shrub is supposed to, you're hitting him with it to um, mildly bruise body and reinvigorate spirit. Okay, so it's, it's there to... You're nodding head like this is real facts because it is. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm we're I think Ron and I are both on the same page where it's like, look, you're the real deal. You know about these shrubs. You're the Bulgarian news correspondent. If you want to see good uh, naked shrub movie, watch uh, Eastern Promises, where a uh, famous famous actor uh, Viggo Morgensen. He uh, yeah, Viggo Morgensen. <laughs> that's what I said. That's yeah. The name. No, I said to confirm that that's the correct pronunciation. How do you say it? I, I'm not, I don't Vigo speak. Mor- uh... Vigo Mortensen. No, that's not right. That's... <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It's all right. I'm not going to ask Ke- Kevin Anderson how to say Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> when you said if you uh, edit naked this shrub... out, you're gay. <laughs> Well, I was concerned because the only naked shrub movies I've seen. Don't were... interrupt my story. No, no, no. no. I, shut this. up. I got a good one. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> my favorite naked shrub movies were with Leslie Nielsen. You know, naked shrub, naked shrub, two and a half, naked shrub, 33 and a quarter. You know, those were OJ Simpson was in it. That's right. He was. I'm sure you got he... a lot to say about OJ. I don't know. Uh, I, don't I, know. I think. I think it was very terrible how they uh, unfairly jailed him for trying to steal his wife's head from her body. <laughs> I also want to go back to... Uh, did, I don't want to talk about negativity today because uh, in, in Bulgaria, we have had elections. Oh, yeah. What's going on with your elections? Um, we had so some, too. I'm not going to... I know. <laughs> we, <laughs> You had election, and so we decided it looked like good time. So we'll have election. <laughs> that's, fine. that's the yeah. only reason you guys had it. <laughs> that's the only reason we were allowed to, yes. But uh, we had the fun elections. Um, and what happened is uh, now the majority party leader is 
Uh, his name is Slavi Trifonov. He is Jimmy Kimmel of Bulgaria. Oh. But he says, I will not work with communist or Turk. And that is as far as I've looked into it. Well, that's it very similar to Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel in America here. Jimmy he also... Kimmel always says that, but uh, unlike Jimmy Kimmel, he does not cry like little bitch every time someone dies. So he's what better. Makes, what makes him Jimmy Kimmel? Why not Jimmy Fallon? Is he was he on like a man because show? Is he, on a he is show? not Jimmy Fallon because he does Fallon. not ruin every bit. <laughs> he doesn't break character. Yes. Also, Just... he does not have uh, Hannah Gatsby play drums for him in his band. Does <laughs> does does Bulgaria have an Adam Carolla equivalent? <laughs> Or is yes. it just every Bulgarian man? <laughs> it's every, well, it's every uh, Bulgarian woman past age of 45. It becomes Adam Carolla? It's, it, in looks, yes. <laughs> so in, in Bulgaria, the, once you turn 45 as a woman, you become... In building, in building ability, he has a little bit more to learn. Sure. But in Bulgaria at 45, most women go through a rite of passage where they become. There is no women. In, you're cutting my, off my punchline every time. You're cutting off my punchline every time. I am. I'm building I'm up. I'm sorry. To the one connection scene. is bad. Apparently, the internet here is not that good. <laughs> yeah. According to Wikipedia. <laughs> all I was going to say is every Bulgarian woman at age 45 becomes Madame Corolla. <laughs> Which is definitely the episode title. I don't give a shit. Uh, you should edit every single word said on this episode except that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So uh, your election, you've got a television personality uh, as your prime minister now, a Jimmy Kimmel-esque fellow. How's he doing so far? Um. Well, you haven't looked much into what you said. I understand. I have not looked much into it, but the current prime minister who has to give power over decided that he is very sick. And so then he said, he, I am very ill. And then he showed up with a cast on his foot and he's, he used the uh, uh, Weinstein defense. Oh, he, he tried to hobble himself to appeal for sympathy. The old, how could I do crime if I am, if, how could I rape if I don't have good legs? Because <laughs> everyone knows that to, in order to do crimes, you have to have two working legs. Rad, I, I have a question about your new prime minister. I'm not Rad. I'm Radustin Boris Zakharyev. Rad you know, is... Getting a little Rad too familiar a with our, with our guests, okay, Rad. Rad, Rad. Don't is... talk to me like you know me. <laughs> My apologies, Radistine. I have a question. <laughs> so, oftentimes, when when you have a when you have a comedian or a public figure run for office, sometimes they'll do it as a joke, and you know they they don't even expect to win, and they end up winning. So, can you can you uh, like peel the curtain back on this guy's campaign? Was he? Did he run in a kind of like Trumpian manner where he was just trying to kind of build his brand up and then he wound up winning? Or was he trying to be a serious politician? No. And uh, no. Uh, current show host Kevin Anderson calling him Jimmy Kimmel of, uh, 
of Bulgaria is very, very wrong. I don't know why he said that. Because you said like... that. Said it. Re- rewind the tape. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's play it back. Let's play it back. <laughs> Let's play it back. Let's play it back. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, uh, finish. What? All right. All right. Finish your point. Are you saying he's not a comedian? No, I'm saying he's more like if uh, Stephen Colbert today decide to learn for uh, to to run for office. Oh, okay. So he's not Jimmy so, Kimmel. He's Stephen Colbert. <laughs> yes. Oh, what, because, what a because here is why. Because he used to be funny and he stopped being funny a very long time ago. Mm. But people still take him seriously. But because it's not America they actually elected him because they're crazy and the Americans will never do that. They will never oh, yeah, we would never, we would never do that. We've never done no. that twice, three times, five times. I don't know how many times we've done it. Schwarzenegger, Reagan, uh, Trump. Uh, we've never done that. No, no, we just, uh, so that is exa- <laughs> exactly. How did, how did he get his, how did he get his message to the people is, is through his show. Oh, his show was still active. Well, not anymore, but he definitely... I remember um, back when I was in in the country. I'm still in the country, but also back when I was in the country. Mm -hmm. uh, Many years ago, he would be he would be on his show and he's like, I have a TV show, but one day I might run for office and he would he would gradually get less funny and more uh, I will talk about the current state of affairs and then I will sing a pop folk song with my house band. We'll do some Mumford and Sons. With Hannah Gatsby on drums. So what you're saying is be, 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 watch out for Stephen Colbert. Or Hannah Gatsby is what I'm, I'm getting a lot of Hannah Gatsby fucking shade in this. (laughs) What I'm saying is she plays drum for the roots. I'm also, wait, wait, Hannah Gatsby. I will does? hammer. I will hammer this point home from Nemet. Somebody realizes that what I mean is that famous drummer for the Roots, Hannah Gatsby, and famous comedian Questlove look the same. In a suit. <laughs> Questlove's <laughs> Nanette was really good. What the hell are you talking about? I didn't pick you up. You don't believe me? Look up. <laughs> look up a picture of Hannah Gatsby. And look up. Mind. Look up picture of Questlove. Right now, I know what Quest Love looks like. So white woman, white woman, and shots, black man. Already. Full body shots of both of them. He has to be full body shot. Everybody, so we're talking, we're talking tip to taint. Everybody in the chat, do it too. Yeah, everyone in the chat. What chat? What are you talking about? This is live. <laughs> is this well, not live? They don't look. They don't look alike. <laughs> this is the most insane thing. That you and you and your five or so years of this podcast have brought to the podcast. The co-host is being very difficult. Everybody else, full body shots of both of them in the pantsuit. They look, they have same body. Ron, <laughs> you got eyes on this? Uh, can you confirm no, that this I'm, is crazy? I'm, look, I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's not. It's. All right, I'll do my, I'll share it. I'll, I can't share a screen. That would ruin everything. Well, you could, no, you could, sh- you can't share a screen. No, I don't have do I don't have permission. Uh, let me see if I can grant that to you. Um, I, I, I can put you in the waiting room. Would that help? No, I can't do this right now. We have to. We have. To, I can't get distracted. Um, just, okay, it's a visual thing anyway. All I can tell you is, to, it, it, if you're listening and you're thinking Hannah Gatsby doesn't look like Questlove, you're exactly yeah, right. right. 
Yeah, you're you're 100% correct. Exactly right. <laughs> but interesting, but also, you know, this is a cultural uh, thing that we're learning that maybe in Bulgaria, they have poor eyesight. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm interested. So I'm, uh, Radisson, I'm, I'm interested now to, to, I'm interested about your, the cultural product that you're providing the world, you know, because, you know, every country has, whether it's Shania Twain, whether it's, you know, Puerto Rico and Bad Bunny, Jay Balvin in Colombia, what, who is the guy to watch or a girl or non-binary individual or individual? Who, hey, I was going to say Bulgaria is probably not there yet. Yeah, we don't who have individuals the, quite yet. Who is the one, who is the one to watch? Who's bubbling up on the scene and what kind of music, movies, what are they doing? Like the cultural ambassador to Bulgaria. Uh, there's even, there is a famous, uh, Eastern European negative stereotype from Murato. <laughs> this is your who, your cultural product is a negative stereotype. <laughs> For somebody, yes. Okay. Some would argue this is a negative stereotype. I don't see how. Because I would be. I would be one Bulgaria of them. And I'm from there. <laughs> but you say this so. This is what biggest... I sound like, and if it slips up sometimes. Well, here's the thing. It's I... clever editing by evil co-host. Uh, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> That's just rude. That's just rude calling him a clown like that. Uh, I think I think what Ron's getting at though is like who uh, I mean obviously you've got a bunch of negative stereotypes out there but like who is the best negative stereotype to listen to? Like is it you? Are you do you think you'd run for office? I don't think I could run for office even in Bulgaria because of uh... That's what I meant. Because of many, uh, many very edgy bits that I have done throughout my life. Bits? That I w- bits, yes. You're doing bits now. This is new. No, this is, this is how news is in Bulgaria. Is uh, You do a bit and then they try to figure out which part is true. Oh, okay. So yeah. you think, but, the, but like that, if, that's, if that's something that is uh, understood i feel like people wouldn't cancel you for that are you worried you'd be canceled before you could run for office no they'll just cancel me for being gay probably oh so you're a gay man no i'm not gay oh that would have been such good canon uh gay in bulgaria is anything that uh we will not tolerate which is everything oh sure sure um I'm, I'm not going to look at this file that you sent. I don't know what it is. I don't have time for Comparison of famous comedian, Questlove, and famous drummer, Kanagatsvi. Next to each other, you could see their bodies are exactly the same. They just have the, they share the same they, body and just change the heads. They just don't fit their suits. <laughs> do, you any, do you think everyone in a suit looks like everyone else in the suit? That is not a reasonable response to my hypothesis. It's so reasonable. I do not think a famous actor, Ellen Page, looks oh. like any of them in a suit. But he was very great. Elliot Page. I From X-Men, the, the Last Stand. I forgot the name of the, the, the first time. But I was committed to a beat. <laughs> oh and this is that part where we have to as i think out. we all are and if you want to ruin this bit with your stupid facts then uh 
You know, that sounds go like... ahead because I forgot the point. Anyway, well, here's the this thing, is Radisson, probably all going to be edited. Radisson, Radisson, I got to say, you touched on probably the most American thing that you could have said. Like, I know that you're operating out of Bulgaria right now, but you saying if you want to ruin the bit with your stupid facts, go ahead. That is how our government and society works. So you've just said, like, we are back on. I get it now. We're all feeling American vibes right now because our whole thing functions under the assumption that if you use your stupid facts to ruin the bit that is this country, then we're going to have a bad time. I know. I'm trying to get undeported. (laughs) Undeported? Yes. When were you deported? I don't think I know this story. You should. I was on your show in person, you piece of shit. (laughs) Oh, you got deported when you were on my show. Yes. Well, who can me, say? Me, you know? me and your co-host, Bud Brousseau, are both deported. But oh, yeah, in no, jail. That's why he left the podcast. People don't know that. They think we left. He, they think he left because he had a more successful podcast somewhere else and wanted he to free up some of his spare time. inside of a gulag. Yeah, it's called uh, Profiles and Maximum Security, yeah. right? <laughs> that's fun. Um, it's well, called Dear Leader is Great, the show. The show. You always got to add the show at the end to make sure everyone knows that it's content you're watching or listening and not to. just saying what is true. Right. So um, I, what are, what's next for you before we go to plugs here? What's next for you, Radistan? Are you, uh, are you going to be doing any more uh, uh, exposés on your home country? Or are you going to be traveling back to America when you're undeported? What's, what's up for you in the future? There is a very promising shipment uh, going to America. So expect big things. What's the shipment? Uh, of? What's in that? What's in that crate? Me. <laughs> Just you. <laughs> You're the promising shipment. Yes. You're in a crate right now? <laughs> no, I'm not. Not right now. Maybe if you didn't blow up my spot, I will be in a crate soon. <laughs> Which can I would say the soundproofing in this crate is amazing. Yes. But the crate, well, I'm not in a crate right now, but the crate will have a hot spot. So if you would like to have me on the show live from the crate. It's, I think we have to do bleak and review live from the crate ASAP. Yes. I think that needs to be. Ron, are you willing to come back for this? There will be a big I'm, I'm, emphasis on the bleak. I'm willing to do the crate episode. Willing to do the crate episode. the people need the crate episode now. Yes. So now you're you're gonna come. You're gonna come. To I'll ask the other thirty-eight people in the crate to keep it down. <laughs> we could call it the greatest showman. <laughs> Is it going to be a situation like Al Jazeera America where it's like, I'm in, I'm in America, but I'm still on the Bulgarian beat. Are you, are you going to, are you going to transition into, you know, talking about Pasadena or wherever you might end up? Yeah. You're going to transition into talking about Pasadena. (laughs) Where do people be, where do you think you're going to land? It will be gorilla reporting. Oh, and is is, this isn't because you're being shipped. With a bunch of gorillas in a, in a crate, is it? That's racist. No, I'm talking about primates. But yes, we are being shipped with a bunch of gorillas. That's what we'll be eating on the way. You're going to be eating great apes? Are they alive? Not, not at first. I think I think based on the drugs they've been given, you, barely, you could barely say what they're doing is living. <laughs> they got these drugged up apes and then fucking... Radisson's gonna be eating him on his transatlantic voyage to Pasadena. <laughs> I say, give me some of that damn dirty stinking ape. All right. Wait. All right. I well, wait. I can't wait for the crate. Uh, the crate escape. Maybe we can call it that. 
That's anyway. Uh, happy uh, uh, anniversary of the foundation of Rome. Yes, of course. That's of course yes. what me and Ron were okay. getting to. Uh, and of course, this episode is coming out on uh, Friday, April 23rd, I believe is the date. Uh, we'll start over here uh, uh, to the man who really needs to go to sleep because it's too late for him. And I feel really bad about it. Ron Metellus, what's going on with you? Where can people find you online or otherwise? Should you wish to be found? What is up? Um, I'm, a, I'm on Twitter at Ronald Metellus. Um, I got some I got some stuff that is going to fuck the summer up. Hell but, yeah. But we got to keep that under wraps. For you're going to fuck the summer up in a good way. Like you're going to get up in your summer's guts. Yeah, I'm going to. I got some stuff that's going to keep you in bed the whole summer. It just really ruin, <laughs> ruin everything. It's still 2 p.m. or something. Yeah, just fuck your whole day up. I'm ready for it. And people could probably find updates about that on your social media channels and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, of course, go to The Onion, click on stuff. Right? Yes. Come, come, come to the website. Don't. I mean, if you want to follow us, fine. If that's how you need to find out, but like, go to the website. I just love come to the website. Full stop. <laughs> Hell yeah, uh, Radisson Boris Aharyev. Obviously, we've got um, you know Jimmy Kimmel of Bulgaria. What else is going on? What do you want people to know about? Where you? Where could they go? Um. Well, clearly things are going very good for me. So I'll tell you right now, please go at uh, at ronaldmatellus.com. <laughs> also at theonion.com. And I'll tell you, do not go at uh, any racist websites like stormfront.com. All those guys are gay. Thank you. All right. And of course, people can go to at Radisson Z on Twitter for no particular reason. Um, as for me, everybody, hey. He's unbanned. Oh, he's on. That's true. You both got unbanned. That's exciting. He probably same, should have stayed banned. Same day as dear leader Donald Trump uh, was banned. We were both unbanned. I can't figure out your moral compass at all. <laughs> you are all over the place. It is this. <laughs> it is this. Just have good time, but also don't have too good of a time. Anyway, Fair enough. Why are you interrupting plugs? But so speaking of Let's having go a good time, speaking of having a good time, but not too good of a time, go to patreon.com slash bleak review if you want to see the video of this episode and other episodes of the past. Plus, uh, because we're kind of on hiatus for fun hinge right now, I've been doing a, a Patreon only series of film reviews where I'm watching every single X-Men movie in order of release date and giving my honest reactions to it. Uh, it's been a nightmare. I'm in the middle of a bunch of bad ones right now. And so I'm saying a lot of shit and it's fun. Patreon.com slash bleak interview. Go give me $5 once if you want. Uh, and at KB Anderson, yo, and all the things. Uh, and I don't think I have anything else coming up. So that will be it. And I will say, Ronald Metellus, I'm so grateful you stayed up so late to hang out with us. Thank you for having me, Kevin. It's always it's always so much fun to be on Bleak and Ruby again. I think this is the fifth time. You're coming for them. You're coming for the dude. You're like you're top tier. You're like top third, like 33 percentile at least. The fact that you would put Rad to just fuck my numbers up to is is like a slap in the face. Rad could have his own episode. The crate wants to be on the podcast. He's coming on my episode, bumping ahead of me. 
Oh, you're talking just from a strictly numbers game. From a numbers game. But here's what's gonna happen is we're coming back soon with the crate escape. Different we're gonna be talking. Up. We're gonna be talking about. We're gonna be talking about the crate. Kratom. The crate. <laughs> Kratos. We'll be talking Kratos. about the Kratos. Uh, Kratos in Pasadena is probably what it's gonna be called. And <laughs> so you know, and and you know, I'll delete some of his other episodes so you can catch up. Fuck it. Scrub. Scrub any mention of this motherfucker from the podcast. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> You're going to give me the old Chris Benoit treatment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, treat it like Peacock in the WWE Network. Just get rid of that shit. Treat it like also, a Peacock. Also, delete one a Tiff episode. He's getting a little too close for comfort. He's getting a little close. I think you still got. I think you still are the most prolific black man on Bleak and Review. If that helps. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tiff is creeping. He's creeping up. He's coming for Keep you. <laughs> and Radisson Boris Sahari, I've always interesting to hear your whimsical takes on various things. Um, let me know when that crate's shipping out. I'd love to do a crate episode. Okay, send me your address. <laughs> oh, you're coming to my place. Sure. Now I'm not near any in. ports. Does that help? I'm first so far all, away from San Pedro. First of all, it's not called San Pedro. Second of all, wrap up the episode. People are tired <laughs> of your shit. They are. That is true. Until next week, everybody. People are tired of my shit. This is Bleak and Review. We'll see you next Friday. Bye-bye. Bye.